0: Hi everyone, my name is Irvin. I'm John. And I'm Kyle. And this is The Theology Podcast. So today is the last episode of our series on the Hebrew concept of Shema, that is to listen, to discern and to obey. And one passage that really stands out in the scroll of Isaiah is chapter 6, verses 8 to 13. John, won't
1: you read it for us? The word reads, And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, Go and say to this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy and blind their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn and be healed. Then I said, How long, O Lord?
2: Yeah, so the reason we chose this passage for this week is because this is the passage that Jesus refers to when he's telling the story and the parable of the sower. And so he's, he's telling this parable about the different kinds of soils and the sower that goes and sows the seed. Uh, but then at one point in between revealing the understanding and the meaning of, of this parable, the, the disciples are like, why are you speaking in parables? And he says, I speak in parables because, and he quotes from this passage. And so I think it's really interesting that Jesus is calling back to this Isaiah passage about God's instruction to go and to speak until when? until the whole place is laid to ruin. But he he preaches and proclaims and prophesies in such a way that the people's ears are stopped up and their eyes are blind. So like, what's that about? That's so weird. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, just immediately the contrast
1: from all the other conversations we've been having about Shabbying. we believe God speaks so that we can hear and listen and understand. So we avoid such desolation and waste. So just wanted to acknowledge this is, this seems weird in context of all we've done.
0: Yeah, I'm not too sure myself to be honest and maybe I'd like to know what you guys think. Is this portraying a God who is um speaker? A God who wants to speak the truth? A God who wants to voice the truth? So that's why even though people hear and don't understand, he wants Isaiah to keep speaking the truth?
2: Yeah. And, and in some ways, I think, so, you know, typically when we, when we go through a passage, we, we're trying to learn what we can about God and about people in any passage that we look at. And in this one, I look at this and I think, okay, what do we learn about God here? And I don't think God is intentionally saying, close up their hearts. And I want to bring judgment on these people. And it's the same with Jesus. He's not saying about the Pharisees and those others. He's not saying, oh, I want them to be, you know, condemned eternally. But, He's also making some sort of a true statement about the nature of humanity at this point, the brokenness of us, that even if the truth is out in broad daylight, we're not always going to accept it. We're not always going to hear it or we're not always going to see it with our eyes.
0: So what does this tell us about God if he is one who
2: wants to continue speaking to the people even though they don't hear? Yeah, and I think that's why this Isaiah passage is so interesting because we have this passage where God's saying, keep preaching this message until the destruction comes. But even when the destruction comes, there's still going to be a remainder, you know, and that's the last part of the verse there on like verse 13, like even if a 10th remains, I'm going to bring that out. I'm going to use that. And so it doesn't matter if 90% of everybody doesn't listen. You continue to proclaim this message. You still put that truth out there because that's my word. Well, what I'm hearing about God is that God is consistent in continuing to put his truth out into the world, that he's proclaiming his goodness, his truth to all people but what I also learn about people is that we're not always going to listen we yeah. kind of we kind of turn off our ears we turn off our eyes mm. and we don't we don't want to hear the truth we don't want to yeah. accept it you know, it reminds me of uh, this
0: friend when I was a child who had some difficulty hearing and following instructions from teachers. So when the teacher gave an instruction, he often say, huh? <laughs> and then people started making fun of him because of that. But turns out, when he went to the doctor, they found that there was this huge piece of earwax oh. inside. Oh. It, and it was rock hard because it was like years of earwax accumulated. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And uh, from then on, his ears were cleared and he could finally hear and. I think actually he, he really changed a lot after that. I think the sense of confidence that he gained was uh, was significant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what I'm seeing as a parallel is how when our ears are cleared and we begin to shema, that really makes a difference. But if your ears are are clogged, yeah, it really changes your outlook on life, and you're really just putting this gate down before the
2: word of God can arrive. So for me, I, I look at this and I think, okay, so what's the application for me today? I know I need to hear, but are there some sort of preconceived notions that I have that clog up my ears, that that stop up my eyes where I'm not perceiving God's message? Because sometimes God moves in very unexpected ways, like in telling us the truths about the kingdom in parables. Uh, so am I really listening to what God says or do I have some sort of preconceived notion of what God is telling me? And then I work off of that where I don't actually hear the truth. And if that's the case, then I sound a lot like Israel in the time of Isaiah and also the Pharisees in the time of Jesus telling the parables. So I just
1: noticed that there is one character in this whole passage who does listen. That's Isaiah the prophet, right? And he, as God's messenger, is commanded to perform this speaking that is going to not yield many good results. But Isaiah hears it nonetheless and he says, okay, God, I'll do this. For how long? And he asks for clarification. So what if we are meant to take the place of Isaiah, perhaps? What if we are meant to emulate his listening in the middle of a culture, in in the middle of a world that struggles... Who listen. has forgotten how to listen to God. Yeah. And at the
0: same time, I also think that there's a difference between staying true to the mission and also, uh, you know, maybe using this text and saying, I'm just going to keep preaching the way that I want to preach without any thought or concern about the relevance of what I'm saying. But yeah, even if people don't listen, there is, there's a purpose that your, your calling is to preach. Your calling is to speak the word of God and let God handle the rest.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, you know, don't give money to the beggar on the street because I don't know how they're going to use it. But that's kind of what what's happening here with God in this story. And even with the sower in the parable of the story, the idea that you know God is gracious. God continues to throw the seed out there. God continues to put his truth out there, even if the people are not willing to take it responsibly mm. and they not they're not willing to listen to it and take it into their hearts. That tells me something about who God is. Like, what if... What if we serve in that way? What what if we model in that way to where we're not so worried about the return on investment, but we're worried about being faithful to proclaiming this good news in the world? What would that look like? And rather than saying, oh, well, that's not good soil, so I'm not gonna invest in that, right? Or I'm not gonna go and do this good thing because I don't know what that person's gonna do with this gospel message. But rather we give liberally, we sprinkle the seed liberally. And like God, God is saying, you just keep preaching it, Isaiah. And even if everything gets destroyed, you still preach it. It's still out there. You still keep putting it out there. I think that's cutting to us as
1: Singaporeans who really value efficiency Mm. and we want to reduce wastage. We're meritocratic people. We judge whether something is good based on the results that it produces. So to hear all this talk about what if God is shemying us to live in such a way that seems wasteful, that seems like this is not going anywhere. Uh, Maybe that is, maybe as we live this life, maybe we are meant to learn to revalue shemaing God's will for us rather than paying attention to the kinds of results that seem most obvious. So in the week ahead, let's go forth to scatter the seed of the gospel liberally. For we
0: know that all who have ears to hear will hear. And may we all be blessed by the word of God that we shema.
1: That's all we have for this week on The Theology Podcast. See you next week.